Welcome to another episode of Living an Ultra Life. My name is Mike. I'm your host and also your guest, your whatever you want to call me. I'm it this week. And that's because this is our first podcast of 2024. It's hard to believe we made it through another year. 2023 was a fantastic year and I learned so much in 2023. And that's kind of one of the things I love about life is being a lifelong learner and learning new things and experiencing new things. And it was 2023 was just phenomenal. And uh, man, I am so excited about 2024 because I'm so excited to to take all the things that I learned in 2023 and now put them into practice in 2024 and see just what kind of awesome year I can have this year. And so that's kind of the whole point of this podcast. And man, I am going to teach you guys a new word today. Well, some of some of you guys are a little bit familiar with it, those who have listened to this a little bit. But I'm going to go through the backstory before I give you the word, because that's what all good wordsmiths do. So here I am. And, you know, there's there's a lot of things that happen when you're out racing. And I'm just going to launch into this kind of thing. And this is where the excitement happens. So sometimes the point where we learn the greatest things is when we take our eyes off ourselves and help somebody else reach a long sought after goal. So along the way, we're going to discover wisdom in some of the oddest places. And that's where I found myself while running a 24-hour race with a friend of mine. Personally, I shouldn't have been running this at all since I just finished a 24-hour race two weeks before, and I was getting ready to go pace another friend in a 100-mile event a week after that. I mean, it's kind of a stupid thing for me to do. But I had just signed up, and uh, this was a phenomenal 24-hour event, first-time event put on by Happy Cat Events, which if you guys have not run a Happy Cat Events, I'm really going to encourage you to look up the Happy Cat Events and see what Ellen is doing. She's a phenomenal race director. Um, her and Karen Sanzo with Just a Training Run have put together some of the most phenomenal races in the Hampton Roads, Virginia area, and I would encourage you to run any one of them. Ellen came up with this idea for this Green Springs 24-hour race. And so a friend of mine and I, we both signed up. And I knew that he needed to get at least 90 miles to qualify for his dream race to be able to get into it. So I signed up for it, you know, thinking, okay, yeah, it's just 24 hours. I mean, two weeks. I can recover from that. But my the biggest thing in my brain was that I knew that my buddy needed to get a really, really good race under his feet so that he could have some confidence going into two big races this next year. And, you know, we're going to have him on hopefully here in a couple of weeks, and he'll tell you about the races that he's he's uh, doing himself. But so I went into this thing and I signed up. I went for it. I almost pulled out like the day before because I was just so tired. I was um, the Cape Fear 24 hour race had just drained me the eight hours of rain or whatever, seven hours, nine hours, it seemed like 24 hours of rain just drained me. You know, I wasn't able to hit my hundred mile goal there. I did get 87. So that's pretty decent for a 24 hour race. And so I was happy with it because I kept on moving for all 24 hours. Um, never sat down to sleep or anything. So, you know, that was kind of cool, but I went into Green Springs 24 and I was tired. Work was really, really busy the week before. And then, of course, you know, Hampton Roads weather, we all got to love it. So, you know, this is late October, like the end of October. 
And the day turns out to be high 80s with humidity, no breeze at all. The course for anybody that is interested in running, you know, Green Springs 24 next year, I would highly recommend it, is a 2.2-mile course. It's all crushed gravel, nothing technical at all about it. Very, very gentle, very streamy type of course. You never, yeah, there's not, there's nothing to really break up your momentum in moving forward for 24 hours. But early on in this race, my body decided to revolt. And I, for some reason, was fighting dehydration and nausea after about six to eight hours in. And my body was just refusing to move. I mean, I was, I was just not doing well. And so I kept on thinking, okay, my body's got to get a really solid victory. I need to be here to crew him and pace him when he needs pacing and just be here, whatever he needs to be able to serve him in this race to get him that 90 miles plus so that he can, you know, crush and, and go into being able to qualify for his dream race. So after I hit my 50K distance, I actually made the decision. I said, okay, stuffing the rest of this race in the background. And all I'm going to do is whatever it takes to get my body a really solid outing. Now, little did I know that somewhere along the way of deciding to stuff my race and just go out and serve my body, that I would discover a new word and learn something fantastic about the human spirit. And so, you know, it was amazing. The race was amazing. My buddy did awesome. He crushed it, did a sub 24 hour, 100 mile finish, which sounds easy, but it really is a rare task. And this race, three of the over 100 people achieved that mark. So, yeah, everybody, everybody's always telling me, oh, but you know, it's, it's just a 1430 average. Over 100 miles over, you know, 24 hours. Um, it's it's not as easy as you think. But um, so I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay, I'm got everything ready for his next, you know, coming in. I can trade off bottles. I've got, I had uh, his chair set up. We're going to um, massage his legs, get his boots on so that he could massage his legs Real, real quick. It was like a 10 minute stop. I told him beforehand, this is your 10 minutes. That's all you get. After 10 minutes, you're out of the chair. You're gone. And as I was pondering how to keep my body moving with energy and positively in my heart, I said, I just need a word that's going to define this effort. And into my mind slipped a word. I'd never used this word before. This described perfectly what needed to happen. And once this word rolled out of my mouth the first time, I was like, ooh, I got to look up the definition of this word because I didn't really know the definition of this word, but this word was like sunk into my heart. And when I use this word, I think you guys are going to understand why I am deciding to make this the word for 2024. So the word is indomitable. I-N-D-O. M-I-G-A-B-L-E. So Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines it as incapable of being subdued. And the reason I believe indomitable is the word that we need to get as a mindset for 2024 is our world is topsy-turvy right now. We have two gigantic wars going on. We have genocide going on. And more than one country where, you know, the majority people are trying to wipe out the minority people. And I mean, not just wipe them out, you know, I mean, like 
seats that they exist, that their culture exists, that their you know very being exists. And you know, those of you who don't know, just look up you know China and the Uyghurs, and then go to Africa and look up what's going on in Africa with one of the strong tribes there who is basically doing genocide on another tribe. And, you know, then you've got your war going on, Russia and Ukraine still going on, still dragging on. And then you've got the Israel, you know, we've got top turvy world all over the place. We've got presidential election coming up. And if you're not into the elections in the United States, thank God, because anything you read about this stuff is just a mess and it's just going to get it's going to get messier and uglier as the world goes on and or as the year goes on and you know we're going to need to have some a spirit of indomitableness if that's a word i don't think it's a word but i just made it up but we need to be incapable of being subdued because see what happens when you're subdued is you give in you bend to the situations. You, you're able to be easily influenced by everything around you because you don't have something that you just set your mind on. And it's just, it's stayed upon that. And there's a, there's a whole lot deeper than this and everything. But this word indomitable is a really, really powerful world. There's synonyms of it. The bulletproof, insurmountable, invulnerable, unstoppable. You know, man, indomitable just started dominating my mindset. And as I studied the word indomitable after we had finished this race, I mean, I was amazed to find how this word was used. So I, those of you who know me know that I probably read way too much. I mean, if something's laying down, I'm going to read it. Um, so when I get something stuck in my head and my heart, man, I read and I'm Google is my best friend, but even a better friend is to go to the library. I love going to the library and, and looking up, you know, stuff in the library because you find the greatest little finds. It's awesome. Those of you who have never been in a library probably have no clue what I'm talking about. But um, anyway, so I was reading, I, I, you know, did the Google search and I found this really strange article. It was on a blog post of the Grand Valley Taekwondo site. How's that for a site for an ultra runner to look up? And but this article, I was really intrigued by it. It said the tenets, the tenets of Taekwondo, indomitable spirit. And the author wrote, indomitable spirit is closely related to perseverance. Both include pushing things that are hard for us. But indomitable spirit is all about our attitude. You can persevere through something and still be beaten by it in the end. Ask anybody who has persevered to the finish of a hundred miler and not been able to run for two weeks after. See, Indomitable says, I'm not only going to persevere, but my attitude is going to be so unsubduable that I am going to be able to start running the Tuesday or the Wednesday after I finish a hundred miler because I love running. See, it's something more than perseverance to complete endurance events successfully. You can persevere, but even with perseverance, there's always that possibility of being beaten by it in the end. Ask anybody that's made it to 80 miles and all of a sudden gotten so sick that they can't continue and they DNF at 80 miles after crushing it for 80 miles. I pour through results of, of ultra marathons. I'm, I know I'm a nerd and I get it. 
But man, I love watching the human spirit and seeing what we're able to push through and what our capacity to persevere and to be indomitable is because I don't think any of us has really reached that point where we've done everything that we're capable of doing. And so I'm just so excited about this whole indomitable spirit because an indomitable spirit refuses to be stopped or knocked down. That's where the magic begins. So I was talking with a friend of mine about this whole indomitable spirit and they asked, well, how do I develop this? All right, you ready for magic? The simple answer is you don't develop an indomitable spirit. Do we already have this spirit deep inside each one of us? What we have to do is we have to allow this spirit to come into being in our lives. See, it's not about taking and building something. It's not about, you know, saying, oh, I don't have this. I want to have this. It's like me going, I want to have a speed button. I'd really love to have some speed once in a while when I'm out running. I have a speed button. I can ask for a speed button all I want. I probably won't get it. But who knows? Maybe next year, 2024, Santa Claus will bring me a speed button for Christmas. I don't know. But this indomitable spirit, this this thing that's inside of us, that's inside each one of us, see, we're all created with it. You're all, you're all given this spirit the moment that God breathes life into you. You're given an indomitable spirit, something that cannot be subdued. The problem is we chase it in all the wrong ways. When you have an indomitable spirit, it's not because you're developing it. Because it's placed inside of you at the moment that life is breathed into you. Does that sound too simple? See, I'm not just talking about running. I'm not just talking about the crazy people who go out and run 50Ks and 50 milers and marathons and 10Ks and 5Ks and, you know, go out and do FKTs on, you know, these wild, amazing trails and everything. I'm talking about it doesn't matter what you're doing. You have a mind, a spirit, a soul, and everything, you know, within you? Have you given your, yourself permission to not be stopped or knocked down? Or do you get easily jolted by every little thing that comes along? Like when your computer stops recording in the middle of a podcast and you have no idea where you stopped recording, do you just stop and say, ah, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. Or do you say, you know what? No. I don't care what my computer's doing. I have an important thing to say. That's just one example. That's that's a mic example. You know, when you're running and you're running Swami 200 and you get down to the lighthouse and you're, you're about to, you know, go on to that lighthouse, it's 10 o'clock at night. You realize you're completely out of water. You realize you have no more food in your pack except maybe a uh, peanut butter thing and maybe some some pistachios and there's no more water there's no more gatorade there's no more electrolyte anything you've drained it all in your pack and you've got three miles up to the lighthouse and the storm is just coming in do you let yourself be stopped or do you keep on going knowing that god will provide and you're going to have the spirit that says well, i'm not going to be stopped i'm finishing this race i'm doing whatever it takes and you know what? That's the spirit that you've got to have to be able to get through hard stuff. You've got to have the spirit inside of you. And here's the secret. You already do have the spirit, inside, the spirit inside of you. You just got to give yourself permission to use it. Does that sound too simple? That's because most of us aren't brought up to be indomitable. 
We're raised in a society that pushes us to be obedient, submissive, and permission seekers. An indomitable spirit doesn't wait to be given permission to be unstoppable. An indomitable spirit speaks to the deepest part of each of us and tells all the permission-seeking parts of us to take a step back and watch the magic happen. Some of you are going to read this and say, I'm just another rebel without a cause. Am I telling you to rebel and do whatever the hell you want to? No. And yes. No, because if, if we all did just whatever the hell we wanted to, our society would look a lot like the protesters riot and looted in the city streets. And that's not a good look for any society. And yes, because I'm telling you that if you want to do great things that require a ton of perseverance and pushing through, you're going to have to bring a spirit of not speaking permission to the forefront. Don't wait and seek permission to do something great. Just go do it. I read this article. This gal's name is Bridget Sobus, S-O-B-U-S. And the article is distinguishing the differences between asking for permission and asking for support. And this is so important for those of us who run ultra marathons because I love the way that she balanced asking permission and asking for support because I believe the path forward to letting your indomitable spirit lies somewhere in the midst of this balance. Nobody really wants to support or help jerks who think the world revolves around them. However, there's something wholesome in supporting people who won't be stopped, can't be stopped, and you're just there helping to propel them to a foregone conclusion. I've got to pace four people in 2023 to absolute marvelous finishes. And you know what? It's a privilege for me to be out there on that course with them, however few or many miles I'm able to go with them. Because you know what? You get to watch this indomitable spirit rise up from them. And they don't ask permission, but they seek support. And they say, just support me to get me to this point. And I'm all in. When you say, just support me to get me to this point. Just support me to get me across this line. And man, I am just so excited about supporting people who know that they're not going to be stopped. They're not going to be subdued. And I encourage you, if you get time to, to read uh, Bridget's article, it's a fantastic article about are you asking permission or asking support and knowing the difference and why it's important to your outcome. So I find myself repeating indomitable over a lot of situations. I threw and paced two people after the, this race, the Green Springs 24 race. And man, I got to watch both these gentlemen rise up and just crush their races. You got to hear from Adam last week. Adam, the indomitable spirit, rose up in him at this 70 mile, 71 mile, right, Adam, aid station at Arrowhead where he said, I can't be stopped. We're, we're going to run the next seven miles we're doing in less than two hours. And not only did he do it in less than two hours, he dropped my old butt, which was awesome because it felt great as a pacer. I was like, I did what I needed to do. I got him through the dark spot so that he could go crush the rest of this race. The next week I was out, not next weekend, a couple weekends later, I was out pacing Matt Fish. And Matt Fish is another guy that we're going to have on next year. You guys are going to love this guy because not only is he a battle-hardened Marine, but he's one of the nicest guys that you'll ever hope to be around. And I got to watch his indomitable spirit rise up, man, when he was just feeling absolutely 
not great on the second loop of of his three loops at Devil Dog 100K. And I got to watch this dude rise up. I watched him for the last three miles of that race where every step was painful. Every step you could see he was freezing. He was locking up. Everything was wrong. And I watched the indomitable spirit rise up and just out. And all he said is just get me to the finish and I'll take care of the rest. The dude didn't ask permission to be unstoppable. He was just unstoppable. And so I'm telling you in 2024, stop asking permission to be unstoppable. Stop asking permission to be indomitable. And just let that spirit rise up from within you and be indomitable. It's going to be an awesome year. I'm looking forward to spending 2024 with a lot of you guys. For those of you who listen and I haven't met yet, drop me a line. MikeHornerUltra at gmail.com. Tell me, tell me how you're going to be indomitable in 2024. Learn this word, guys. I'm telling you, you're going to hear this a lot this year because it's it's the word. Indomitable is the word for 2024. Learn it. Embrace it. Let it out, baby, because it's going to be an awesome year. That's it for this week's episode of Living and Ultralight. Thanks for listening.